Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Teach, Seek, Repeat. My name is Dylan. And my name is Hayden. I'm back with another episode. Hope you're all well. Hope you're getting on nicely. We're past halfway through the academic year. Wow. And we're feeling good. <laughs> this is why you tune in, guys, for the peak <laughs> vocals. Hayden, how many cream eggs are you eating today? Four. Four. <laughs> Straight in. Boom. <laughs> Moving on. That's what the people need to know. <laughs> Moving on. We did a short story the other day, which was everyone's favorite dessert. Yeah. And I did that classic <laughs> thing where I forget that I put a question on Instagram. <laughs> and there were loads of really good responses. And I just want to shout out. <laughs> what you, what you, what? No, I was just thinking oh. about the, your keys and like you forgetting everything. Else. Oh, well, right, how, yeah. can we, how can we get a, like a key fob thing for your memory in general? <laughs> stuff like I think that's just like, I need a personal assistant. Do you want that role? Just to remind me of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, one of them, I want to shout them out because there were loads of really got a response obviously um one of them was um um the a kit kat from granddad's fridge and his cherry aid because that's what we always used to have it was my cousin and i was like oh, I, was say, I thought that was just like me who did that at granddad but apparently my granddad just gives out kit kats and cherry aid <laughs> i was like banging dessert that's like Brilliant. peak peak dessert for when i was younger um so yeah we all this stuff someone said tiramisu and i was like oh they're two ends of the class spectrum mm. aren't they <laughs> a, a lovely tiramisu or a cold kit kat and some cherry aid pop which was 17p yeah. from the car. potentially out of date <laughs> yeah. i don't know almost certainly out of date i think yeah. if you went to anyone's grandparents house and picked up something from <laughs> yeah. the fridge there yeah. is a 50 percent chance it's not in date or from the cupboard crisps always out of date <laughs> You are not going to your grandparents' mm. house and having in-date crisps. I love prawn cocktail cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they were salt and vinegar. Oh, <laughs> yeah. were they? Oh, they're a bit tangy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. have you been? Yeah, not bad. Good. Not bad. Yeah. A bit tired today. Yeah. We went swimming with the kids. That was nice. Oh, love Lovely. It. It's getting nicer every week, isn't yeah. it? Because they're getting older. Oh, we love it. And they seem to like be actually enjoyed it a bit more. They were just a bit yeah. like potatoes in the water. I could have thrown a potato into the into <laughs> yeah. the swimming pool at yeah. first. And it, it would first. Like, oh, is that Rory or is that a potato? Because... <laughs> They're doing the same thing. Remember the first two weeks when River did nothing but scream? Uh, do I remember? Yes. Yes, I do. It's <laughs> so awkward when they just scream. The funniest bit is when they, um, obviously there's songs and stuff in this swimming because it's a club. Yeah. And there's this, there's this leader at the front trying really hard to be like, jump, jump when the little green frog. And River's, <laughs> just scream, scream when the little cute River. Oh, she's going to be feisty, isn't she? Even earlier on, Dylan, Dylan, all of them, everyone was round. And, um, you played with Rory on the floor yeah. just after I played with River on the floor and River was loving it and I was like, oh, I'll do this with Rory and see if he loves it. And as soon as you started doing it with Rory, I had her on my lap and she was looking at you just going, eh. Yeah, she was staring. Oh, like, honestly. what are you doing? She playing? looked like, how dare you come into my house and ruin my playing and do oh, what I was doing. She's only three months old. What's going on? Oh, dear. oh anyway. But yeah, uh, other, other than that, I've only got one, one story from the week. Yep. Um, so you remember last week when mm. I uh, said that I had uh, Scott Yep. The PE yeah, yeah, yeah. specialist teacher yep. teach lesson happened again. Oh, this time reversal. Boy. So um, the hall was taken up. I was supposed to be in the hall. Mm. The hall was taken up. And uh, he was like, oh, what are you going to do? I was like, I don't know. He was like, why don't you just come out with me? We'll do it again. We'll do it outside this time. So he set up this banging PE lesson that the kids absolutely love. Better than anything I could have ever done. Um, and Not I just hard. sort of stood around like, oh, I'm helping. <laughs> um, but then one of the kids, one of the year fives, clearly from your class. So not taught, you've not taught them, right? Because if they're no, year five. No, I don't right? actually know. I know of some of them just yeah, from yeah, you yeah, yeah, when they taught them. So it just came up to me and she was a lovely, sweet girl. Re I, I've seen her a few times and she is one of those kids I think is generally really very polite, polite very really nice, nice girl. Yeah. She came up to me with a lovely, beautiful smile hmm. and was like, um, Mrs. Um, excuse me, Mr. Baldilocks and, and the three hairs. Um, <laughs> would you mind if I would go to the toilet? <laughs> But she had this little smirk on when she was saying it as if like, oh, Mrs. Evans, you like, you know, the in joke that we, you know you how polite she was because she addressed you by your full name, <laughs> yeah, not full Mr. Baldelux, yeah, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Baldelux and the three heads. So I think at first she said, um, 
Goldilocks and the th- and the three hairs. Mm. Or should, and then she went, or should I say Baldilocks and the three hairs? <laughs> I think she remembered. And I just or, thought, or, actually, or, or should I say Baldilocks and the 7,000 little tiny hairs? Because <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Stevens hasn't bothered to All shave right, his head. Let's get personal now. <laughs> Just turn into a horrible, horrible man. Are you going to shave your head ever again? Or are you gonna... No, that's another thing. I need to thought, oh, look at me. I'll stay. For if those people watching... traditionally listening to the podcast, you're in luck mm. because you don't get to look at that. Mm. Every day mm. I say, oh, I should probably shave my mm. head and face. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not sure you're someone who puts effort into how they look, are you? No, not <laughs> Oh, the four cream eggs and the not shaving. So you all need to know. Huh? What? <laughs> anyway, Gosh. but yeah, on the plus side, PE was, uh, PE was yeah. great this week. The the benefits of specialist teachers. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. So thanks, Scott. You? Uh, assessment week for us. I know it's different to year six. Year six are on a completely different time scale of doing an assessment every six hours. Um, but <laughs> in year four, we do three assessments throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And we're on our middle one right now. Uh, so the children have been doing loads of maths and English stuff. Um, I, I don't mind them. I quite like assessment weeks. Didn't I ask. just, I just <laughs> to be honest, didn't, what a weird podcast this would be if we, if we never share our opinion <laughs> or anything. What did you do? Teach. All right. Did you sleep? Or, I slept. Yeah. And then or, did you do it again after? I repeated it. Mm. Or we do what happened right then, which was I pre-planned that question I was going to ask you. You remember that I was going to ask you that question and just answered it without me asking you. So yeah, what do you think of assessment week, Phil? Everyone, you was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to ask you because I really want to talk about it. I really want to talk about it, so I'm going to ask you. It's like, okay, in my head, I'm waiting to say anyway. Let's let's see what Hayden. Hey, I'm, I'm, I don't know if Hayden has something to say about no, assessment I week. I want to ask him um, anyway. I want your I want your I thoughts. I think useful. We said it a million times before. I think. It really depends on if you set and what your class is and where they're at in their learning journey because there is a huge argument to simply say, okay, I could have just been teaching them angles that week though. And instead of teaching them angles that week, they got asked a question in their test about angles, which Mm. they've never done before. Mm. And my class, you know, I had to say to them, look guys, about about 40% of this paper, we haven't done yet. Mm. So when it asks you to tick the triangles that have acute angles Mm. and which ones are symmetrical and which ones have obtuse angles, don't worry about that question. And they're like, yeah. oh, okay. It's very weird because we never ever would do that to them in any other situation. No, no. It's not problem solving if they don't know actually what the things mean in the first place. Yeah, yeah. It's just, that's a bit of a waste of time. Well, do you remember when we, we read that Ofsted guidance like a year ago on, on maths? And one of the clear points was that, that it's not, they won't see it as a positive point if schools have assessment policies in place where children are assessed on knowledge they haven't been taught yet. Yeah. So yeah, that ever since we read that, I'm sort of like, oh yeah, I do kind of just not like... I suppose the flip side is if you're looking at it from a point of view of data... Mm. It's very easy to see progress because Mm. if they do a test of the whole curriculum at the start of the year, the middle Mm. of the year, the end of the year, you will certainly see very clear progress Mm. from all children pretty much. Even if it's like, it's hard then to track how much progress they should have made because they've been taught it, but Mm. you will definitely see the numbers go up at least. Honest opinion, if you just did an assessment at the end of the year, right, and you only compared end of year to end of year to end of year, so in your time with them, you only did one assessment um, with them. Do you reckon your progress would have been worsened because you didn't have those points across uh, the year where you were doing those slightly uh, and that's tests. only because you learn a lot from assessments i think you learn a lot of specific stuff you know mm. i i learned for example in english some children who are very solid readers and good at comprehension who are terrible at testing yeah so therefore i know now that those little group of children actually do they do need constant little just drip feeding of here's a two mark question and actually mm-hmm. they're going to want you to answer it in this way because we are leading towards the sats and stuff like yeah. that whereas i know they understand and it, i know they know how to read and stuff but mm-hmm. there's that little bit of test technique especially in math when it comes to like arithmetic for example i know from for example if i've got a child who's getting 32 out of 40 right now i'm Mm. really pleased with them because we haven't done all of it but if i've got a child that's getting 12 out of 40 right now 
that's a problem. And I only know that because they sat a test. Yeah. Like yeah, I, yeah. I, I might know from my teaching, oh, they're a bit wishy-washy on this, but actually, oh, in a test situation, they're nowhere near quick enough. Mm. And actually they're making this mistake consistently in a test condition because test conditions are very different to classroom conditions. Sure. So I think there are pros to it. I, I, I think it can be managed much better. I think in general, I think most schools do assessment 60% well, I would say, mm. I would argue mm. in that you clearly need points and we need to feedback. We've got parents even in a few weeks. Yep. That'd be a very easy go-to to say, well, you know, in class it's this, 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 but here's the hard raw data. When they sat down and did half an hour test, mm. they're getting this actually. So we need to work on that and that. Sure. Um, in general, it, you know, as professionals, I don't think we need them, but I think they're a nice grappling hook for, for yeah. progress. Well, there's some of the gap analysis you can get from it are, sure. is genuinely really useful. But mm. I guess the argument could be that you could get that in in ways that don't involve doing massive week-long summative assessments that have loads of knowledge and that they haven't learned. You could probably yeah. probably do it with little yeah. cumulative I don't think, tests and things. I don't think there is a single argument I've ever heard to testing kids on stuff they haven't learned yet. No. That I no, accept. No, 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 no. Other than it will show progress. The score goes up. The yeah. score will but go yeah, up. But yeah, and that to me is like, of course it will. Yeah. Like that's that's the one thing that I can guarantee you is going to happen <laughs> without knowing, without doing a test to find out. Yeah. If, yeah. if I give you a Spanish test now yeah. and then you learn Spanish for a year and I mm -hmm. give you another test, would it actually provide you with any information? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, would kind of expect, I suppose, you know, it might be an outlier that didn't learn anything. You might be, hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But okay. No, not in general. But anyway, so test week, I know it's really boring for a lot of children. Some kids absolutely love it, by the way. And I've said this before with SATs. Like, I don't actually think we should get rid of SATs because I think in the right environment, I think it can be a really positive thing for the children and they've got to learn to do tests and things like that. Mm. And some children relish it, but there are always going to be some children who struggle with the idea of having to do tests all week, yeah. especially if they struggle academically in general. Yeah. And they're a bit um, uh, like their ability isn't quite there to understand everything. It can be laborious and it's not nice putting certain children through tests. I don't like doing it. I yeah, never have I agree. for those children in particular. So at the end of the tests all week, um, I was doing riddles with my class. So I found riddles online. <laughs> Genuine riddles. And the kids are so good at riddles. Yeah, All yeah, teachers yeah. will know this. Kids, there were just, half your class will know the answer to riddles and stuff. It's just something they love doing. Yeah. So I'm going to give you some riddles I found mm -hmm. online just to see if you know them. They're very traditional. So play along at home. If you've heard these riddles before, you're probably going to shout at us saying, yeah, obviously. Mm -hmm. So I've got four that I found that the kids loved and a lot of them knew. Okay. Let's then see. I'm going to read two riddles that the kids afterwards always, <laughs> you get this at school, they'll put their hand up and say, I've got a riddle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm okay. going to read them like after as well. Riddle. Okay, yeah, ready? Go, so go. first one. Mm -hmm. Susie's mum has three kids. Mm -hmm. Snap, crackle, and and Susie. Yeah, good. Classic. And a lot of them got that. They were yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Susie. And I was like, yeah. all right then. All right, we're gonna... A snack, crackle and pop even round anymore. <laughs> I don't <laughs> no, even know. No, no. None of, I, I put that up and actually none of them Rice even have heard right? of snack, crackle and pop. Yeah. yeah. They were like, oh, I don't even know. They're not the mascots. That's sad. I don't know. But they, a lot of them were like, mm -hmm. snap, crackle. And they were like, that's two random words. Yeah. One, of them, <laughs> one of them said Bob. And I was like, mm, <laughs> close, <laughs> but not quite. Um, next one. What this is? You'll know this one. What gets wet as it dries? A towel. Yeah, good. A classic one. Mm. Uh, what gets shorter when you add two letters to it? Short. Yes. Add ER. It becomes shorter. They were like, a few of them had their mind blown. Yeah, that's, that. that's a good type of like thinking that one. I like uh, that. This one. I thought was going to be a riddle the kid had made up. So the kid told me this one, yeah. but it was actually really good and it had an actual answer. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. So let's see mm -hmm. if you know this one. What get, uh, what stays stuck in the corner, but travels the world? A stamp. Yes, well I've done. heard these before. I've heard all yeah, four yeah. of those They're at very some common, point in the past. But I hadn't heard the stamp one. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. anyone who's a teacher who's worked with children knows that when you start introducing riddles, everyone wants to yeah. say a riddle, yeah. whether they've got a riddle or not. So these are some riddles that the kids came up with, ready? Okay. <laughs> Gosh, we'd just done the Susie's mum one, right? <laughs> right? And they were like, oh, okay. All right. Can I do my riddle? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Bob's dad had a son. 
What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Ooh, is it Bob? No, it's John. <laughs> Answer no, someone said Bob, like, nah, John. <laughs> right, okay, thanks, kid. <laughs> and um, one more, this one is just complete, complete nonsense. I have a silver coin that's medium sized. What is it? <laughs> I don't know. 20p. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, is it going to be literally a coin? And, and I said to her, why is it 20p? And she was like, because it's medium sized. <laughs> And it's silver. Like, okay. That's, that's yeah. not a riddle. But then someone else put down, yeah, but it's got seven sides. And I was like, true. <laughs> but also <laughs> irrelevant. <laughs> oh, wow. Just crap me Kids up. Kids' brains. When I, when, when I was an NQT, I don't mm. know if you remember this, uh, you know when you have way more time to do stupid <laughs> stuff, you're like, I can never have time to do this now. I had a, a little whiteboard at the back of my room. Oh, I remember this. I remember this. Yes. It was probably like A3 inside, maybe a bit bigger, so yeah, it's quite yeah, small. Yeah. And I just did riddle of the day. Yeah. And every morning, I'd just Google, yeah. just find another riddle to write up, and then they just have a guess oh, it. Oh, man, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Love yeah. it. The, the, kids, the kids were so, so, so excited. Yeah. And um, there, there was another one. Do you want to know one more riddle? Because this kid was obsessed with this riddle. Okay. And again, it's another actual riddle, and I didn't know the answer. Okay? All right. I didn't know the answer to this one. So there are five children. Mm-hmm. Okay? One of them's playing chess. Susie. <laughs> <laughs> one of them's playing chess. Yeah. One of them is reading a book. Mm-hmm. One of them has gone swimming. Mm-hmm. One of them is riding a horse. Mm-hmm. What's the fifth one doing? Playing chess for the first oh, time. Oh, you're Mr. Oh! Riddle! Oh, you're <laughs> yeah, Mr. I've never heard Riddle. that one, by the way. I did just work that out yeah, when right. you were saying it. All right. Did just work that out. Oh, I've not heard that one, actually. I'm a genius. I'm um, very clever. Self-declared. Shall we move on to the bark of the episode? Yeah, let's do it. I'm Exciting one today. It. Yeah, it's really good. We're going to get our teeth into it. A bit of controversy. <laughs> yeah. But before we actually do that, we are going to talk about the news of the week. Ready? New okay. little segment. It's the news of the week. <laughs> news of the week. News, news, oh, news, news, news of the week. Are you wondering what's happening in education? Wonder no more, because Teach Sleep Repeat are going to talk to the nation. <laughs> should, we, should we go? And by nation, we mean all four of you. <laughs> way too into that. Oh, I still need to make a compilation of you all singing, random singing. Yeah, random singing and getting words completely wrong. We won't yeah. see the day of light again. <laughs> Let's play the jingle. Right, before we crack on, Hayden, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to bring it up because it really makes me laugh. Oh, what? What? Have, oh, no. Not surprising. Can you tell the listeners what mm. your retort is when I complain that you're a really loud eater? <laughs> Because you just drank water, and my eardrums burst. <laughs> right, so a bit of context for anyone. Well, uh, obviously, I've shared dinner with Hayden quite a bit. Uh, our families get together and now. I've cooked you dinner quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, quite a lot. And uh, so he's cooked it. I, I laid off for a bit because he was cooking dinner. And I was like, I can't be rude. But then there's one time, Hayden's eating. He's such a loud eater, right? He doesn't even he doesn't even eat with his mouth open. No, so I get, no. he's not being like, he's not being rude. He just, it's like a condition. He can't help it. So <laughs> Hayden was like, Hayden, why are you so loud when you eat? And I don't know what I expected, but listen to the reason he gives. <laughs> I've got really thin cheeks. <laughs> I do. I do. They're really thin. Look, if you're, if you're looking on camera. <laughs> and what was really funny, when I first brought it up, he got so defensive. I was like, my nan used to ask me all the time, but I tell her I get thin cheeks. Yeah, you're bringing up some bad memories here. I used to get told off all the time. Close your mouth when you're eating. I am. Like, I am. My mouth is closed. Anyway. Oh, as, the, um, as the jingle spoke about before before we get our teeth into the role of a teacher and you know where is the line I'm looking forward to trying to draw that line I think it's going to be quite hard a couple of things from education this week the news that I wanted to talk about 
Um, first thing, it really, really did pique my interest this one because we did a whole episode about absence and the absence crisis. We did. And we all accept that it's Check a it huge out. problem. And it's a, it's been a big change since COVID, especially. And, and the facts that came along with this, I'll tell you first so we can judge what we think about what's happening, is that almost a quarter of secondary school children mm-hmm. are missing 10% of school. So almost one, if you, one in four children who mm-hmm. go to secondary school yep. are missing 10% of their school. As in, what do you mean by that? Explain that. As in like in their school so, life. Yeah, out of the, uh, out of, uh, one in every 10 days they're missing. Right. As in just ongoing. That's not yeah, like 10%. A, in their whole time at school, they've no, missed 10%. No, no, no. no. Like, past, like, like they're, the they're missing 10%, let's just say this year recently or something. Oh, wow. But if you had to hand pick oh, a child, wow. one in four of them are missing currently, ongoingly, yeah. one in 10 days of school, 10% of school. It's huge. It's a Massive. big problem. It's yeah, a huge problem. Yeah. And we did a whole podcast about what we can actually do to help it. We talked about mental health. We talked about all these things, blah, blah, blah. So the government have come along and they've gone, well, okay, that is unacceptable. Yeah. You need to get children back It's unacceptable. School. Elections come up soon. Yeah. <laughs> so what we're going to do, we're going to up the fine from £60 to £80. What do you think, Hayden? Oh, my child's still depressed though. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Why, why are they off? And they're saying it's because of a lot of school holidays. And my, my instant thought is, we've got 190 days in the school year, yeah. right? 10% is 19 school days. Yeah. Well, who do they think's going on holiday for four weeks? Yeah. It's not because if, if you're missing 10% of your school, it's not because you're going on holiday. No. And if they are, they do not represent the wider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sure maybe some yeah. people are. Yeah, of course but they are. But not many. No. And, and even if they go away for a week or two, they're mm. still off for two extra weeks in a year. Mm. Uh, do you know, what if they're ill? <laughs> You know, what if, you know, they can't access, we, we've gone through it. I don't want to go through it all again. Go and mm. listen to our absence crisis episode. But I saw that and I just thought, that is pathetic. Well, that put them off now, is not it? Yeah, but who cares about an 80 quid fine? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, oh, okay. I'm, I'm taking my kid on holiday. Oh. It's 500 pounds cheaper to go in the half term. Mm. Oh, 20 quid extra. Yeah. Mm. And got a 20. Won't do it. Won't do it. What? I'm only saving 480 quid. Mm. Oh, that sucks. I just think it is so short-sighted. And actually, who's that mm. going to hurt the most? The people with money? No. Fines don't work just, as a deterrent for rich people. Isn't that perfect analogy of tickboxing? Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, uh, we need to yeah. address this thing. We need to show that we've done something. What's mm. the easiest thing we can do that we don't have to action and no mm. one cares about, but mm. it looks like we've, <laughs> like we've at least tried to do something. The Daily, Mail, the Daily Mail readers might be happy with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah do find them more. I should be in school, those kids. Well, back in my day, I left school and I didn't even do my GCSEs yeah. and I still made something for myself. Yeah. And look at you now. An absolute idiot. Uh, anyway, so it, it just made me laugh as well because they put up the fines by 33%. It's like, could you put everything else up by 33% as well? <laughs> could yeah. you increase the funding? And where's that money going to go? Where is that money going to go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't know. Anyway, I thought that was a joke. I thought, um, Gideon, we know you listen. So you, listen <laughs> you listened to that whole absence episode and thought, eh, put the money up. <laughs> just so funny thinking about all the things we said would yeah. be really cool to try and solve that. Yeah. Not once did we think, more yeah. fines. I'm pretty sure that was the one that we were like, oh, that's the only deterrent <laughs> that doesn't really work at all. Yeah, I know, exactly. That's the only one that's great. We've got to fix the problem. We could fix our crisis of mental health of our youth or we could make the parents poorer. <laughs> uh, what's going to be good yeah. for society? Anyway. Yeah. Much poorer? No, just sort of an insignificant amount. Yeah, so just 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 going up by twenty pounds. Yeah. Anyway, the other thing uh, in education, I'm going to throw this over to you straight away because it's apparently, again, we've not really been on social media in education and stuff for a long time, but this is something that gets brought up loads and loads, and and it's always in the newspapers and like a cycle of news and stuff okay. is about the uh, the holidays that we get as a teacher, mm. and it's it is kind of old school the fact we have a six week summer holiday. And the big thing was what should happen from this, I don't know, this group of people suggested that we should actually have a four-week summer holiday, mm. add an extra week 
um, oh, okay. um, between um, summer and Christmas. So mm-hmm. that one week half time is yep. now two. Mm-hmm. Add an extra week between Christmas and Easter. That's another mm-hmm. two now. Uh, and basically, so you have the same amount of time off, yeah, but just shorter summer more. holiday and a couple extra one weeks to two weeks. What do you think? I'm not I'm not against it. I'll be honest with you. My gut feeling there was, I oh, don't talk about my summer holidays. I love it. But also, I do hate those one-week half-term breaks. Yeah. They are just terrible. It's like, a well-known thing in education that done. a one-week half-term is is never enough yeah. to do really anything. Yeah, it's not actually a break. Yeah. And you've always got to do work. Yeah. You know, you'd be very lucky if you're not. Whereas in a two-week, I always feel like I can completely switch off for at least mm. a week. Yeah, yeah, And then, if, yeah. okay, that week's back now, okay, I'll catch up with my work. Yeah, and four weeks to six weeks. I reckon I'd quite quickly adjust well, to and also, still feeling like a yeah. big chunk of time off. We did a whole episode about Don't why know. teachers struggle with the summer holidays. A lot of teachers do because it's yeah. so long. Yeah, 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 and actually, yeah. a lot of your friends don't, don't work in education, are just yeah, working. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd like to know what the impact it would have on kids as well. Like, I don't mm. know. I don't know. Is, it, is there some well, the point is, psychological yeah. study around like having six, six weeks off is like a really ideal amount of time to let learning in bed? I don't know. Yeah. Probably not. I imagine four weeks wouldn't be a detriment. I mean, it might be, but I think the other thing is as well, you know what it's like when you go back in September and the kids haven't been in school for six weeks, mm. how hard it can be to like embed routines again and mm, stuff like that. Mm. The idea is there's just less time for children to forget stuff. True. Um, I, I don't know. So I was wondering if you had to pick right now, mm-hmm. what would be your ideal situation for holidays? What, would, in... would you keep it a six? Would you drop one week? Would you drop two weeks? Oh, Yeah, I'm going to put you on the oh, spot. Oh, it's so tough. Because I do on. know the six weeks. Mm. I'd do five weeks. Oh, I'd just take one of them out, I think. Yeah, I, do, I do like it being longer. I'd put it in one of those week ones. I think I'd do it in the February one. Would you? Yeah, that's where I'd put that. I think that's the... We talked about burnout last yeah. week. Yeah. That to me is like the peak time of the year where... Yeah. You really, really just want a two-week holiday and, yeah. you, and you get the one week there yeah. and it's like, oh. I'm going to back the four-week one. Yeah. I, I think I think that's better. Uh, and I think a lot of people have been worried saying it just shortens the time you can go on holiday and we'll put their prices up even more for people who want to go away in holidays. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's wrong, but I am saying that it's already ridiculous. Like that's yeah. a separate thing that needs fixing. Yeah. If we're talking yeah. solely about kids' education and stuff. I think, I think four-week summer two weeks because by the end of term two which is just running up until christmas mm-hmm. that is honestly probably when i feel my worst mm. because you can really recharge over christmas and i think the extra week in the middle they're usually long times than first two as well yeah true Seven i'm not against it weeks. i'm not against it i quite mm. like um i quite like those ideas i wouldn't mind if it stayed it is it is because i'm just used to it yeah but i'm definitely not against that because having a good break in the middle of the year a few times is yeah. so essential to well-being i agree yeah i've um i'm tr- been trying to think of something to take the mick out of for you mm. as you rinse me so badly with, okay. my, with my cheeks hard to think isn't it yeah hard to think, hard to think. Like, what um, could be? and i thought something earlier and i meant to go. say it to you right so so this is this has been stewing you can tell yes yeah, he's, he's been yeah, waiting he's, for, a, for a thing we've been doing an actual podcast livid. here he's like i can't finish this podcast for <laughs> so i don't know what the last two things are you've talked to me about <laughs> i've just been thinking right so earlier on we were in the car and um and uh, you know how you take the mick out of me for getting fewer and less wrong sometimes? Uh, I, yeah, I'd take the mick because right. it's harsh. I mean, you're a teacher. You should just know it. But yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. And you were like, and you said to me yesterday, you was like, oh, I found your new fewer and less. It's, yeah. it's still posting on Facebook with links because you know it kills the post. <laughs> I was like, oh, right, Sean. I found yours. <laughs> I found your fewer and less Go today. On. One. Ceiling and roof. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know the difference between them? <laughs> because you, Dylan is getting work done in his, in his new house yeah. and uh, consistently refers to the ceiling of his, you know, like mm. the first floor mm. as his roof. Mm. So he keeps talking about roof works he's having going Listen. on. Like, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Listen. Oh, the ce- you're talking about the ceiling, not the roof, <laughs> the roof on your house, the completely separate thing that's outside. <laughs> look, 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 look. As a northerner, all right, <laughs> I like to think that there's lots of things where we actually only need one word for it. All right. Yeah. So roof just means thing on top of head. <laughs> Bit up. That's 
that's what it means. Up bit. Up bit. Up bit down. <laughs> yeah. Up bit come down, please. Uh, so roof to me, anything above your head. Hat, mm. roof. <laughs> Hat off, umbrella? roof becomes the ceiling. Umbrella? Umbrella up, umbrella becomes the roof. Becomes if the roof. you're outside and it's raining, yeah. put the roof up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. This backfired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't get, I will, just, I will justify and argue anything. Okay. So oh, fewer of that, please. Uh, and a bit more <laughs> yeah. of our discussion. So we're going to get right into it now. I'm going to sink our teeth into it right. because what we like to do, I don't know about you, Hayden, my favorite episodes in this podcast is where we can just think of a subject that's been in the news or something or mm-hmm. really gets us interested. And we just talk about where our line is. And I like trying to draw imaginary lines somewhere. Yeah, I'm quite nervous about this one, by the way. Oh, yeah. Because... Is it because you don't know where to say fewer, less? Don't know to say fewer, less. I don't know, to, I don't know where to put my roof on. Yeah. Um, but I just think it's a it's a very big topic, and yeah. I'm interested to see how we go. I'm, yeah. I don't. I haven't got much yeah. many preconceptions. All right. So those of you who've been waiting to know, we are wondering today how should you eat your cream egg? <laughs> should, no, I'm joking. We are going to talk about something that my friend sent me actually, James Brown. We've mentioned him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what company does he have? <laughs> We're not doing it. What does he? We're not doing it. We're not what? doing it. Okay. He's All a right. financial advisor. And he's a bloody good one. <laughs> you can let us know what financial advice. <laughs> company you think he owns anyway whilst he's not financially advising people he's sending me education tiktoks because he does listen to the podcast and he interacts oh. and stuff and he just sent me this tiktok uh, in the group chat because he found it interesting he's got a daughter mm-hmm. who is entering school very soon and it was itv news mm-hmm. and it said the like leading statistic of this survey of a thousand teachers and a thousand parents was that 50 percent of parents mm-hmm. do not think that it is solely their job to potty train their child Half of parents who are asked mm-hmm. think that it's their job and other people's, e.g. the schools, when they end up okay. going to school. And it got me thinking. Firstly, I thought that is unbelievable to me, personally. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that the, the idea that it's not solely the parent's responsibility to be doing something like that is crazy. And it got me thinking, though, it is something that has... It's always been there in schools where schools go above and beyond for that kind of home life help mm-hmm. for those children who need it. Because at the end, let's be real, it's not all children who need potty training when they go there. It's a yeah. few children who yeah. might need your help. And it's always what schools do. You always go above and beyond to help them. And it made me think of recently Labour uh, spoke about uh, a policy if they were to get into power where, you know, brushing teeth would happen in school mm. for children who weren't brushing their teeth, etc. Mm-hmm. And it just made me think, where is the line as a teacher? What is our job? What? Where does our job end? Because... On paper, of course, we never should be changing a nappy. Of course, we should not be brushing the teeth of children. Mm. But we do go above and beyond in that respect to look after kids. We need to make them feel safe. And I want to just throw it over to you straight away. Thinking about toilet training, thinking Mm -hmm. about brushing your teeth and things like that. What, What would you say is the role of a teacher? Do you think that it's acceptable for part of a teacher's job to be training a child on how to go to the toilet? This is a really big question. So I don't want to try and rush into like some small answer that doesn't do it any justice. I think we need to break it down. There's loads of layers to this. First of all, can we just take it back one step to the ITV? Was it ITV? Yeah, ITV News. ITV thing, like the whole 50% think it's not solely their job. I think that's a little bit misleading because I'd like to know who they're talking about then. Because, okay, I'll throw it right back at you, right? This is where my brain went straight away. It wasn't to teachers. It was, okay, most kids go to nursery. Yeah. You're toilet training your one and a half, two year old. Yeah. Well, I don't know how, yeah. I don't know how old they yeah, are when yeah, they start yeah. doing it. Yeah. Um, and they're spending like 30 hours a week at nursery. I, th- I don't think it's un- like unreasonable to expect a nursery staff to help me in this job when they're looking after my kid as much as I am. Yeah, that's a good point because the news report was specifically talking about reception age children. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes it a bit yeah, different. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they were specifically talking about four to five year olds. All oh, right. So that does link it way more yeah, to schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
Yeah. So, so in schools, but, yeah, but again, know. when they were asked though, could the parents have been misconstrued in thinking in general? Yeah. But but it was very much it was it was like the whole thing was framed as reception age children yeah, yeah. in infant schools. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's to me it's like we need to strip it back down to like the job then. Yeah. What, what what is firstly what is the point of a school? Yeah. Like really in society, what is the point? What is the purpose of a school? What would you and say? I, I think it's to train people to be part of society, really. Okay. I think that's what the perp I think that's what schools are supposed to be sure. doing. We can have our opinions on whether they're no, they're just for academics. Yeah. They're just to learn knowledge. Yeah. They're just to learn how to read. You know, we we could change it. But I do think the purpose of schools from a really wide perspective is show people how to be civilized and and we can live in this massive society of millions of mm. apes running around, <laughs> literally like we're all getting on with each other. Yeah. So when it goes lower down, I'm like, yeah, well, should should the job spec change? Mm. Probably, probably. Mm. Like if you have got a bunch of four year olds in a in a reception classroom, and like you know the proportion of them compared to maybe a year six classes, yeah, a lot more of them are still wetting themselves and things and not quite trained yet. Would it be fair to have an overall job spec for teachers where it's like, nope, we don't do that, we don't get involved? It's like, well, in year six it might be because there's way more like that. It's just odd, more odd and more. Why though? Unreasonable. That's a bit more peculiar. I don't know, safeguarding reasons and things when but children are like 11 safe, years it's old. It's not safeguarding when they're receptionists. No, no, definitely. But in the same way, like it's it's not. It wouldn't be weird for me to change the nappy of my three month old. But it but it might be strange for me if mm. if there was you know. But as a teacher, do you not think it's equally odd? Not not equally not, odd. not not. Sorry, let me yeah. let me paraphrase. Not equally unexpected, mm. but equally not actually part of your role. Like ch- changing mm. the nappy of a child is an unbelievable minefield immediately safeguarding-wise. Yeah. You need two adults with you, for example, yeah, yeah, doing that. Yeah, you yeah. you would need resources that go above and beyond what actually we've spoken about for months. We don't have enough to deliver the curriculum. Mm. Never mind now, actually, there are there are infant schools with reception classes who have to have two people constantly on the lookout trying to change people's nappies and stuff. Yeah. Like that, that's an expense you don't necessarily have. And it's... I know it's it's more uh, like it's more kind of let's say expected that children of that age might need help than it is mm. for year six. But actually, when it comes down to it, that that's an allocation of a resource that isn't currently embedded. It's just something you have to go above and beyond to do. Yeah. So there's a problem. Uh, I'm, I guess I'm going back now. I'm almost not in reality right now. I'm thinking mm. of in the perfect world of like of, of a school doing its job to help people yeah. become civilized citizens yeah should they probably be involved with four-year-olds who who spend most of their week in that establishment helping them do those things if such they're not as there yet not weeing on the floor or weeing yeah. your pants and things if they're not there yet i th- i think that should be part of the job spec to be honest with you if you go work in early years mm. it's a very different job in the same way that it is it is more tactile as well you know sure it, it would you know it's very frowned upon for a, for a year five or six teacher or even year three four whatever in general really in, in key stage two if you, you know if you're hugging children and things i think someone would have something to say about it straight away of like oh come on that's you know they're older now but i think if you went to an early years and there was a four-year-old that just wanted it they were crying and they just wanted to sit on the lap of one of the adults in the room because they were in they were mid doing like play uh what's it called play-led learning whatever it's called yeah I think it was good yeah um i don't know it's just I, I think it is different and i think we should not pretend that it's not different mm. but maybe the systems we've built for school mm. do say nope yeah. there's one strict ruling across schools yeah. and all teachers should be expected to to do this and not this when really i think maybe earliest teachers the job specs should be different so as as like let's say um again let's put you in Gillian keegan's shoes mm. <laughs> let's say you're the, you're you're in charge of education and, and yeah. you're from the outside and you notice that this is a problem because clearly it's something it's developing that's what the whole part of the new segment yeah. was more and more these reception classes and infant mm. schools are seeing this as more of a problem 
how do you address it? So you, it needs addressing. If, if someone comes into school and they're wetting themselves constantly, yeah. clearly that needs addressing and helping. Okay? Yeah. And I don't think anyone thinks that teachers shouldn't help in that situation. However, if we see it increasing and there's an issue, where do you think the onus should be on though? Should, do you think it, the onus should be on uh, the parents to try harder before they get to school and implementing help? We can talk about funding and stuff, yeah. but whatever it is, however however the attention goes, mm -hmm. should it go to the parents beforehand? Because actually, of course, you know, you need to try and train your children to be ready to go to school or should the onus go on the school? Where, where, what would you do as trying to solve this problem? Uh, both, equally, mm -hmm. genuinely. Mm -hmm. I think it should go to the parents as first priority. Yeah, okay, that's first what I meant. Yeah. They're, they're the highest priority, but I still think it should have equal... Um, I can't think of the word. Weight. Yeah, weight, I guess. Distribution. And to both. Because I think a, a teacher's role, I am thinking earlier on now, like reception, I think a teacher's role should be to support those the families at that stage in their life. And there are going to be, like, we think about absence, right? Mm. There's, there's only so many parents you can, you can say, hey, you should be controlling that. Sure. So like, how? Okay, you can keep yelling at those parents all you want, <laughs> and it's the same. You know, maybe there are there are lots of parents who potentially just don't know how to. So I think yes, the government should be trying to upskill parents in their role and putting more things in place. But one of those things that can be in place is let's upskill let's upskill the schools to help them too. Yeah. Because that's their local community. Like let's yeah. upskill the teachers to put on a workshop in the evening. Mm. Well, I'm making this up. This is probably no, a terrible no, no, idea. No, 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 but no, do no. something where they're more trained as well in dealing yeah. with it and they can also support the parents directly. Yeah. I don't, I'm not against that. I think um, it's always interesting because when you, when you talk about this kind of stuff, it's very easy, like with absence, like with, um, you know, being toilet trained, it's very easy to then be like, no, nah, should be. Yeah. Like it's it's just very easy to dismiss it and and kind of out of hand say, well, you're you're an idiot. What do you mean you're not got your child ready? Of course you should be ready. Yeah. Okay. Should is very different to the reality <laughs> yeah. we're living. Yeah. Throwing in. insults is yeah, yeah, yeah. actually going to yeah. help. So the the fact is they they've got to school and they're not. Yeah. So you know, uh, do we now want children running around school with wet with wet pants? Yeah. And the teachers being like, well, I can't do it. I'm sorry. Well, it's not my job. It's the parents' role. It's like okay, the parent isn't doing it. But if a teacher's genuinely worried about like because this is a really big safeguarding issue. This mm. this isn't like wiping snot off a child's nose this mm -hmm. this isn't the same as you know mm -hmm. oh they're a bit grubby after like let's, let's wipe that we're talking about toilet training like this this is high 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 stakes like and teachers aren't explicitly trained in this and they're kind of just d doing it out of their own well yeah. i've got a funny story from when i was in school Go on. i was in year one yeah. i used to struggle to go for a poo i was very constipated okay. used to like tummy huh? used to yeah used to yeah not anymore no, grown no. out of that yeah it's the, it's the opposite of anything now um <laughs> go to the toilet and oh, went to the toilet <laughs> And I went for a poo. Yeah. And I just I don't know I don't know why. I was I was obviously I knew how to go to the toilet and stuff, but I, I felt like I couldn't wipe my bum. No, I don't know why. I panicked and I was shouting. I was like, eh, miss. You thought you forgot. I don't know why. Oh, I've no idea. The muscle why. memory had gone. Like, I was, oh, I was sat in the toilet. Um the teaching assistant obviously heard me eventually or came to check on me or something. Mm. I, I was there. I'd just gone to the toilet. Yeah. I needed my bum wiped. Yeah. She wiped my bum. Yeah. And and they obviously spoke to my mum at the end of the day. It's yeah. funny now looking back. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, her doing that, mm. <laughs> she needed to, like, what was she going to do in that situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she I was just that, helping me out. That's a really good analogy to maybe base mm. a lot of this argument off of and that mm. very specific thing happening because it does happen a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> what do we do then? Because we could bring yeah. in a blanket rule. People can have the opinion of, no, teachers shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. And I'm like, cool. But cool she's opinion. compromised herself there. She's, yeah. comp she's in a compromised yeah. position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that kind of... Needs protection of teachers in this that situation. That kind of backs my, backing myself up a little bit more to be like, mm. yeah, I do think it should be mm. a role in society that people in schools, increasingly the, the lower down you go, mm. do have 
more power and training it and, and like yeah. legitimacy in doing that. Yeah, it shouldn't yeah, yeah. be, yeah. here's the problem. The problem lies in the system that does exist, does make it awkward to do that sort yeah. of stuff in yeah. certain situations, which should be because at the end of the day, there are going to be kids like you very commonly in that situation mm. where it's like, if the blanket rule, and everyone follows the rules mm. in this situation, the blanket rule is, no, you're not allowed to, that's not your role, it's the parents' role. Mm. Okay, bye kid, you stay in the toilet until your mum gets <laughs> here and she's at work, so it's going to take four hours. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. really? Is, yeah. That, is that That's obviously not going to happen. So maybe mm. we need to foster a culture and system where it is part of the job role. Mm. 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 Yeah, because at the moment, a lot of these things, it just goes back to workload as well to me. There's so many layers to this argument, isn't there? Yeah. Of like, also, it's really naive to just blindly say, uh, yeah, teachers can do that as well. It's like, oh, hang yes. on a minute, because yes. actually my workload is unreal. And yes. now you want me to also be well-trained in teaching kids to brush their teeth. Yes, yeah. Uh, I've, got, I've got to fit that in my day as well now. I've now got to finish my lessons 10 minutes earlier so we can all go and brush our teeth. Like, okay, can the parents do that? And you can see this argument going back to actually, no, Completely. I don't think that should ever be doing it done at school because yeah. it's such low stakes anyway. Yeah. That's not a kid stuck in a toilet forever. Yeah. That is, that's shoelaces to me. But You've not learned to brush yeah, your, do it, your shoelaces. There's levels, though, isn't there? Because dental hygiene is very different to tying up a shoelace. Like, that's health. Yeah, but it's you very know. different to being trapped in a toilet. Completely like agree. Sanitary. Completely level. Like, in the moment. Yeah, so yeah. to me, like that one's really, really important. Yeah. Brushing your teeth, ugh, I don't think teachers should be getting well, involved. Here's what I'm going to do then, because I'm going to go through some things right now. Yeah. And I want you to try and tell me, right, in an ideal world, mm -hmm. should it be part of a teacher's job? Now, okay. we're t we've been spending the last 10, 15 minutes talking about this is the real world. We need to help children. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in an ideal world for your run of the mill child, mm -hmm. should or th should this or should this not come under the remit of sure. us as teachers to teach children how to do this? Okay. okay? okay. So I'm going to go through various things. You're, you've got to try and just say yes or no. Okay. If you want to justify it, feel free. I'll do it, I'll do it br okay? briefly as much Ready? as I can. Yeah. So first and foremost, mm -hmm. in an ideal world, mm -hmm. should under a teacher's job role, it be to train children to go to the toilet? Yes. Wow. Do you think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think wow. so. And again, I just I just want to clarify. Yeah. I don't think that works in a blanket policy. I don't yeah. think it works like that, but I think it should be built into job descriptions lower on and be part of, part of the job because your social role as a teacher is to help these people function in society and you can't really function in society. Wow. If you can't go to the toilet, you'd be stranded. Those yeah. kids, then it just relies on people's goodwill and they get into trouble, safeguarding, mm -hmm. opens a whole can of worms, put it in the job spec. So in the same way, like if a child can already add, we still teach them to add. Mm -hmm. If the child can already go to the toilet, well, okay. Yeah, they crack on. Okay. But mm. if you can't, I'm not going to leave you in the toilet. Okay. Okay. And I'm not going to put myself at risk by not following the rules because we've decided okay. that only parents can do it. Interesting. Very good. That's what I'm thinking. Next one, brushing teeth. Uh, no and yes. You've got to say no or yes. You've got to say yes or no. Is it part of the job description? It's two things. Mm. To teach them, yes. I think it could be in there. Because in I'll, okay. I'll teach a lesson okay. on dental okay. hygiene. Okay. Yeah. At yeah. a science lesson. Yeah. 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 And we might brush our teeth in that lesson one okay. time to be like, hey, that's part of our lesson today. Okay. Yeah doing it every single day. Okay. So like an actual part of the parenting role, which yeah. is to brush, make sure your kid brushes their teeth yeah. every day. Absolutely not. Brilliant. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I think already, to be honest, brushing teeth, like as, a, as an education thing, isn't a lot of schools anyway. Yeah, so, so exactly. That, yeah. It's yeah. just part of science. But actually brushing your teeth is not something no. that we Inform should Inform the children on how to do it properly? Yes. Sure. But doing it with them every day, because, so because, in case the parents aren't doing it? Mm -hmm. No. Okay. No. Bro. Next one, implementing basic manners. Um... Teachers, maybe not so much, but in the school setting, absolutely. I think that's a solid yes. Yeah. I think that's a hundred percent yes. Yeah, it's hard for me because I don't really eat with the kids, but I think the people, whoever, whoever's yeah. it, the kids aren't eating unmanned, yeah. are they? I think if, whoever's if, doing that. If a child in your class was not showing basic manners, yeah. would you stop them and remind oh, hey, them? I, I don't know why, I've just immediately got in my head like eating like at the, at the table. Oh no, the basic manners. In general, like basic manners. manners. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. part of the role. Yeah. Part of it is the same with the toilet for me. It's like, yeah. do we want functioning members of society? Mm. Yeah. 
Do you not think you have to brush your teeth to be a functional mention, men, no. member of society? No, no, not really. Not really? really? I think... I've, I think well, you, yeah, you, okay. Okay. No, you might be a bit ostracised, I think, if you yeah. don't, and it's a bit, bit weird. But, a bit. Well, yeah. you don't. You've got no friends. Uh, <laughs> table manners. Very specifically, oh, okay. so in the lunch was. hall, Yeah. you know, how to hold a knife and fork, how to eat properly, mm-hmm. how to, you know, wait for your turn, how to not shout across the table, talk when you're eating. <laughs> those those table manners. Is it is it our job as teachers to implement that? Um. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. It's really hard with the questioning because, like, to implement it, I'm like, oh, it's a bit odd. But, like, to be a part of it, definitely. Yeah. So you should expect that from the children. Yeah. yeah. They're not doing it, you're teaching. Yeah. Them I think everything properly. so far, I'd expect there to be a relationship between school and parent, not not isolated. Like, schools, it's now your responsibility. If parents want to join in, they mm. can. It's, mm. it's the other way around. It's parents, it's your responsibility to do these things. But just so you know, your local community mm. uh, network, which is your child's school, will support you in this way and this way. Yeah. If your child is really stuck, they will help them. They will, you know, wipe yeah. their bum. Here you go, sign this form mm. so you understand the, 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 that they can do that. There's mm. no animosity. They don't now feel like they're risking their entire job their career because they've wiped your kids bum when they shouldn't be doing it yeah same with eating at, yeah. at lunchtime in our school this is the expectations if your child's not doing it we will help them we will show them how to use a knife and fork do you think i'm going to stop the list for a second then because mm. i'd be really uncomfortable with that i i wouldn't want to do that we do what um like do anything to do with toilet training with a child <clears throat> yeah yeah but i don't want to so, look that low <laughs> so no yeah but even if i moved there i'd be like mm, no <clears throat> do you think it's acceptable for a teacher to like kind of opt out of it because uh, I, I would, I would, yeah, I would I not do it right now. I guess because I'm yeah. like, well, I actually trained to be a teacher, mm. uh, you know, and I'm a specialist in teaching certain subjects, yeah. and I can do this really well. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not potty training a child. Yeah, definitely. In the current system where it's legitimate for you to be able to go from year six to reception, mm. if you worked in a through school, your head teacher could mm. legitimately say that. In that situation where it's kind of out of your control and you never would have chosen that job, I think you should be able to opt out. But in, in, a, in a new kind of system that I'm sort of making up where people very specifically know what they're getting into when they go into that job and that's the job they apply for and you can't just be moved into it. That's so interesting. Then I think, yeah, because it's just a different job. It's, it's like saying to me, I think it's mental, by the way, that, that someone you know who's trained and maybe spent that time in Key Stage 2, mm. I actually think it's mad that they could be drafted into reception. Mm. In the, so to me, it's the same as saying, oh, you know that nursery across the road that's part of our um, academy? You've got to go and work there now. Mm. I mean, but I'm a year six teacher. Yeah, but you're a teacher and we need yeah. a teacher in the nursery. Every nursery mm. needs a, pr- a trained teacher. So different. Off you go. So I'd be different. like, whoa, whoa, this is not, yeah. you know, I wouldn't, well, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. Okay, next one. Mm. Explicitly using a knife and fork. I mean, like they use them, but it's just bad. Is it our role to teach them how to hold it properly and do it? Same answer as before. But do you think, no, no but I'm going to be really clear here. Okay. Do you think it's our actual role to teach children how to do it properly? No. Okay. I think it's the parents' role to teach them. And it, and you know, if they're support. doing it wrong, it's, it's not our job. It's not our job. Oh, I don't know. No. It's tough. Because yeah. if they're doing it wrong. You, you're, you're down the middle. I'm being yeah, very clear. I'm here. really, I'm Should funny it be part hard. of our job to teach them to hold a, a knife differently if they don't quite On hold our it actual job way. spec rather than just out of goodwill? Should it be our job? Yeah. Oh, I don't I think, think so. it should. I don't know. I'm just so on I the side of like should. social schooling. Yeah, no, there's nothing against that. Yeah. But I just, yeah. I think if a child's holding a fork wrong yeah. and I don't tell them how to do it, I shouldn't be reprimanded because it's, it, it's part of your job. Yeah. Like if I didn't teach a child how to do columns, column method properly in maths, yeah. like what are you doing? It's part of the curriculum. You've got mm. to teach them it. If I don't teach a child to hold a fork differently, I absolutely should not be reprimanded for that. That's not part of my job. Yeah, I think it could be in a, in a job spec. Wow, that's I just crazy. think the current system's broken for it. Like if it was jump, it was added in right now. You're, you're, you're like, adding in a lot for workload right now. Yeah, like that, like that, to, to be judged on and like, well, if you're not doing that, you're not doing your job. That's what you're saying. Mm. 
Yeah, I think it could be an, an educational wow. role. Maybe not specifically teachers. No, but I'm talking about teachers. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. kind of grey in the areas here a yeah, bit. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm talking yeah. about, is it yeah. a teacher's job, in okay. the same way it's my job to teach a child the wives of okay. Henry VIII, All right. is it a teacher's job to teach a kid how to use an iPhone? I've changed my mind then. Okay. With a better explanation of what I'm thinking. Okay. No. Okay. It's not a teacher's job. <laughs> yeah. But I do think it should be the role of someone in the school. Wow. I think there should be a family liaison officer in every school or someone who there has is a, already, who has a and role. They're doing enough. Who has or, okay, another person then. Again, yeah. this all comes with funding, yeah. imaginary funding. Wow. Someone's role should be a, yeah. just pure family support and it should be highlighting those kids who are not advancing socially in the correct way because they yeah. haven't got proper manners and you help them you help the families they have they can't hold their knife and fork you help them you send a little letter home with them yeah. saying we've helped your kid hold it's their knife and fork properly i don't think so no no not where's the line it's interesting i'm gonna, come, I'm gonna mm. keep going i'm gonna keep going um blowing your nose blowing the children's nose. like they've got a snotty nose do, is it your job to make sure they know how to blow their nose or do you just let them do what they want to do oh, that was so low stakes no okay. no i don't think that's the teacher's role why is that different to using a knife and fork I just think you could show a kid. Just get that tissue there and just yeah. wipe it there without yeah. me getting involved. Okay. But it's not, is it? Is it your job though? What, to tell them to show them? I, to I'm talking it? the same as I've got to deliver the curriculum. Is it my job to make sure everyone in my class can blow their nose? It's such a weird... No, it's not. Okay, good. But I'd expect everyone to do it. I'm so weird. Yeah, I don't okay. know. You're, you're, oh. you're going to... Like, I yeah. think a lot of this people do out their own back, but I think it's it's like we're expecting schools to pick up a lot more here. And I'm, I don't know. Yeah. Um let's go to this one this is really interesting okay. this happens a lot i, I want to get your teeth into this because yeah. i don't know what i think and i want to know what you think financial literacy so mm. should it be on the curriculum you see this with every, why didn't they teach us how to do our taxes in school why yeah. why, uh, why don't they tell us how to return a, a yeah. form and do our p60 oh, what what's all this stuff <laughs> do you think that should be part of a job uh, i am so passionate about that one yes absolutely in primary school oh okay primary school no, no i'm asking now Wait. uh primary school no but secondary school yeah, yeah. secondary school like 100 mm -hmm. i think it's mental that we go they go through so much maths and english mm. that's always oh do it in context it's better do you know what the best context is for, <laughs> for maths is the stuff they do in real life can we just teach them a bit about that yeah and it's not even it can be quite interesting when you actually yeah. teach it probably uh, do you remember when you first learned how tax works properly yeah i was my mind was blown yeah, that yeah. there is a whole chunk of money you earn mm. that is never ever taxed mm. so like the first 12 and a half grand i think it is right now yeah, yeah. is never taxed because it it kind of feeds into this like almost like resentment of taxing people like a more mm -hmm. because i remember i used to think so if i earn 50 grand 40 percent of that is taxed yeah what that yeah, what and if yeah, i yeah. earn 30 grand 20 percent is taxed i'll end up I earn more if I get 30 grand. Yeah. These bloody people working less and get more. That's like, a classic that is lesson. not how it works remotely. I've spoke to so many people in my life, genuinely, mm. who have... And adults. Adult, always yeah. adults, yeah. in fact, who have genuinely, genuinely not understood tax bans and how they work mm. and how they're cumulative and mm. not, you know... Because you, you only get taxed 40% on what you earn over 50 exactly years. someone said to me once there's something along the lines of i'm not going for this job yes um role or not going for this like uh increase in pay yeah because it puts me into the next band yeah and therefore i'll earn less money and i believe them i didn't understand yeah, yeah, at yeah, the time yeah. i was like 18 i was like oh is that how it works yeah you go away and learn about it and so yeah i do think that in secondary school mm. Part of the national curriculum mm. should be a unit, whether mm. it's in maths or English or a separate thing. Business studies business or studies, general whatever, studies. General studies, whatever it is that all kids have to do. Yeah. I think there should be a bit on just the basics. It doesn't have to be complex. Mm. It's no. just this is the basics of society. How, that, how interest that we've been, works. We've spent 
15 years training you to be part of this society. Yeah. And we're not going to tell you the bit, the one guaranteed bit that affects basically or literally every mm. single person. Mm. Mm. It just seems stupid to me. Yeah. And a lot of people, I love that. I love the um, arguments. Have you ever heard people's um, like justifications for why the government do it? Like conspiracies. Oh, uh, to keep them in their place. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, we don't want to educate the people because then think, they can rise up. I, I don't think... I, I, <laughs> do you know my biggest thing with conspiracy theories is yeah. you're giving the government too much credit. They, they <laughs> yeah. can barely talk to each other. Like, yeah. I'm listening to Rory Stewart's book at the minute who was a conservative like minister and worked mm. in the government since, like, I think 2005 or 2010, maybe, um, for the Conservative Party. And he just talks about it and it's a complete mess. And it's like, mm. okay, there is absolutely no chance that there's this underlying conspiracy. Yeah. They're just hapless and terrible and mm -hmm. literally just <laughs> off, off, on a whim like trying to take power yeah, and hence like, the the whatsapp group the whatsapp yeah, um, yeah, messages yeah. that came out with boris and all that so i want to send it back to you now because you've questioned me a lot and i'm still processing by the way so if you're mm. listening to this podcast and maybe you have disagreed with a few things don't don't um don't think i'm that set on my opinions because no, things will change as i think about it more you're being very um i don't think anyone could disagree with what you're saying in terms of it's very nice it's, yeah it's lovely what you're saying yeah i just don't know how realistic i i want to be judged on this stuff yeah i guess so i guess the way i see it is um i don't think the current system is doing what schools are supposed to do properly i think we've got way yeah. too way too focused on academic it's mm. only about academics mm, mm. and i think the job role should be mm. more uh, open to more things mm. like um, a social but there's role. no room for it now so it doesn't yeah. work now because we've filled all that job role we filled mm. 110% of that Come in a bit, role. mate. The framing's Sorry. all along. Are these people watching? We filled... <laughs> yeah, I'm leaning back more and more. 110% of that job role is already filled now with um, teach kids this knowledge. Mm. So yeah, it's like, yeah, so right yeah, now, yeah. I think it's completely unreasonable for any of those things to be in a, in a sure. teacher's job spec. But I do hate the idea, therefore, that if every single person followed mm. the rules to the T, that there are just kids going home, not because they're not learning it from home, and then therefore they're not learning it at all because we're like their only other like social point of contact. I hate that. I think that that just makes me feel sad. It's like imagine just being in a dinner hall and there's like some year sixes and they've all they've all known how to use knife and fork since they were about four years old, and then there's just that one kid who can't do it at all, and every teacher's like, don't say anything because not our job mm, role, mm, and mm, and they mm. just go home and continue to not be taught how to do it yeah. for whatever reason. I just hate that. I'm yeah. like, there should be a system in place. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's me and you, yeah. or whether it's better funding to yeah. have other staff in the school whose job role is that thing. I'd be much more open to that, I think, where um, it needs to be attacked mm. properly from the outside and not just another thing tagged onto our job. I think that's what all teachers yeah. are fed up on. Yeah, 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 they are yeah. fed, teachers are fed up now. If Labour come in and say, you got to brush teeth in school, and that's mm. like basically all they say, I, I would honestly turn around and be like, Sh shut up. Go, yeah. go yeah. are you an, you're an idiot? Like you you need to come to this. I'm not against any of this because what's the number one reason we're teaching is to help kids. And this helps kids a lot, mm. all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm completely for it. What I'm just fed up with is how easily they think that they can just say, oh, schools will do it. Yeah, uh, schools will do it. It's how? Like, how? With what? what system? Yeah, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. So it's funny. I'm just going to circle all the way back around. Yeah. And I want, and I do actually just want to hear more about your opinions on those particular things, perhaps, or mm. your wider opinion. So I think my my widest level, my overall opinion here is, I don't actually think teachers, so like classroom teachers, should be doing any of those things. Mm. That should not be in the job spec of teachers. Mm. Mm. But I do think the system should change to allow for somebody within school mm. um, to have like an actual proper responsibility. Their actual job role is to do those things. Yeah. I just don't think uh, right now, I'm, uh, the reason I kept saying yes is because yeah. I'm like, I don't know who's going to do it and I, and I don't want to yeah, leave yeah, these kids yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it really should be teachers. I think a teacher's role should be, here's the national curriculum, teach it. Mm. 
That's well, it. Uh, leave politics yeah. out of the classroom. Leave your opinions on mm. on authors and books out of the classroom. You know, we mm. talked about that before. Maybe yeah, yeah, to an yeah, extent. Yeah, 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 leave yeah, your yeah. opinion on on their home life out of the classroom. Your job is to teach them. We've got this set of staff over here. These mm. care workers that work in your school. They will chase up. You know, the the social side of being a citizen, and they will make sure that kid is toilet trained and, and mm. that that kid can brush their teeth properly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I think I think I'm I'm a bit of a hypocrite because. I, I look at I just look at this and I think if it's added to our job spec, I would be really, really annoyed. Mm. I'd be really annoyed. However, I do see our job as much more than just delivering our curriculum. Yeah. And I and I practice well, you practice that. I practice what I practice. Every teacher I know practices this because actually we're also essentially, for anyone who doesn't know in education, as teachers, we are also essentially the safeguarding lead for our own class. Mm. We're we're in charge of, mm. you know, safeguarding and providing children with the things that in on their plan that they need. That's not teaching our curriculum. That's helping a child with what they need legally via a legal document mm. to access things. And it does lead back to learning, I suppose, but that's got a lot of social stuff on there. I've, I've had um, IEPs before, which are plans for anyone with an education healthcare plan, where uh, one chunk of it has, has been social development. It's been, you know, playground games that yeah, are structured yeah. with other children. It's that's true. that's not about teaching a child how to multiply fractions together. No. That's about helping a child actually hold a conversation with an adult. And do you think that should be part of your role then? Because that's a plan for you as a teacher yes. to be accountable to. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Do I, I think that funding is absolutely broken and I think we're expected to do too much. Mm -hmm. But for me, a legal document when a child in my care, if it's been, you know, signed off by professionals and it's what this child needs to access a curriculum, yeah. absolutely my, part of my role is to, is to give that to the child yeah, yeah, yeah. because I'm in charge of their learning. That's mm -hmm. my role as a teacher. And again, I, I, I think it's a really gray line where, the, where this goes to because, mm -hmm. you know, do, do I, you know, okay, so we would never ever accept that, we, you know, let's, let's go to morality for a minute. Let's have mm -hmm. a little chat about morality, okay? <laughs> okay? Because I am always, I never ever know where the line is as a teacher yeah teaching other children uh, other people's children about morality mm. because because for me as someone who's not religious morality is something that we kind of just agree upon as a group of people yeah and the morality of a certain group of people let's say in britain might be very different to the morality of a group of people in a different country yeah. just because of their backgrounds their social life like and religion and years and years years religion but years and years of culture as well they just yeah. have a different morality where you know you might live in japan where it's completely normal and it would be completely immoral to shift your elderly relatives to an old person's home yeah it's like no they live with you forever of course you live in the family yeah, home. Yeah, that's a horrible that is, person that is that, that is that's terrible I, that be immoral to yeah. send your and here it's very normal mm. and it's not you wouldn't call someone immoral you might think it but as a society we don't d look down on that necessarily no, we think that's no. part of yeah, the way yeah. that we do things our cultural morality it sort of says that's okay yeah so my point is cultural morality is different and i think there's scope mm. that someone in a society as a teacher i might have a very different set of moral beliefs and i almost certainly will actually mm. to every single adult of the children in my room yeah so yeah. i've got 33 different sets of moral compasses yeah there's certain stuff we all agree upon like you know thou shall not murder when we're teaching like the stuff like that you know the commandments <laughs> of being nice to each other yeah, no yeah, one's yeah, ever yeah. going to argue with that stuff yeah but but where is the line because just because we say no one's going to argue with it okay so do i now say to people for example 
um, it's really important that you vote in the election. If, do yeah. I say that to kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it really important that you vote? It's or is a, that just it's what a I moral. Think? It's a moral if you don't vote. Yeah, you should vote because people have fought for that. So you should vote. Should you yeah. ever say that to a child? Yeah, no, no, I don't think so. No, but this is what I mean. But, yeah. but should you ever say to a child anything then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it, is the line? It does just go back to, yeah, it's the line, isn't it? It goes back to, should you be changed? Should you be wiping the bum? Yeah, exactly. Oh, most people probably say no, but you might do it. Yeah, that's they need just it. what I mean. Like, it, it, there are lines here and it's, Okay. I, I'm really it, uncomfortable with them. Here's a really, really hard one then. A mm. genuinely hard one. Okay. A, a child in your, in the school is being racist. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that where it's like, okay, cult morality. Yeah. We generally agree that that's. Yeah. We have, we have to come That's in. not bad. Exactly. Okay. But it is, it is pushing that line up again for away from education though, isn't it? It's yeah. like a, oh, yeah. actually this but is it, something that well, we think, you know, you. It, it's like, tra- it's pushing away from traditional education. Mm. Cause I'd argue that if, you know, say you're having a racist incident uh, mm. with, with a child in your school, you're still educating them that uh, to be part of, a part of this society, mm. this is completely unacceptable. Yeah. yeah. And you need to be reeducated in terms of why that's wrong. Mm. I completely understand what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. because you know what and, and again there, there are lines here where you know for you you might think someone's behavior is completely unacceptable yeah but there might be a line where it's like well okay it's wrong but it's not something where it's that serious yeah where, where's the line where we step in and say you need re-educating because mm. then it's the whole thing of like a system re-educating a child based on something that the parents might disagree with yeah someone you know, else might have a give it much more severity yeah completely completely yeah. and actually you racism know, racism is a bad example for that because generally yeah, everyone agrees, we know the line agrees with that, that. But, but there are probably other things yeah yeah that are like someone might say well that was really bad and other and other people mm. might be like i mean it was a bit bad but there's yeah. a lot of worse well, things for, that okay let's do. look at it this way right if a teacher mm. um during the strikes explained to their class i was on strike last week mm. because i think that the way the government yeah. have handled the I think, you know, the government haven't offered us enough of a pay rise, in my opinion. Yeah. That's why I was on strike. I think it's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? Probably not. I, Probably not really. But, but we're striking. We're, we're striking though. Yeah. They know we're yeah, striking. Yeah, no, no. I guess, I think on an objective level in terms of if they literally say, why were you off? Sure. And you give a very, very uh, uninvasive answer, right? Yeah. Not one that's thought, massively thought provoking yeah. or ends with a big question about yeah. what they think. Yeah. I think that's okay to just tell them. What like, they turn around and say, off. well, my dad said that's because you're lazy. Then I think you have to brush it off. I yeah. think you have to be like, oh, okay, that's your, that's your dad's sure, opinion. Sure, yeah. yeah. And, that, and if you then go into, oh, well, yeah, no, he's wrong. It's wrong. You open it? up this whole yeah. thing again, yeah, of morality, yeah. I guess, yeah. and yeah. you're blurring this line. Teaching, I think we've established that teaching is is a very weird job in terms of yeah. it is surrounded by a big blurred line. It's not a postman who delivers letters. Yeah, there, <laughs> there is almost no part of the job other than mm. teach the curriculum that is written or not. Mm. That is just like a solid line of like, mm. if you do this, it's completely wrong all the time. If you do this, it's completely right all the time. There's not many areas other than the curriculum that. Okay, so I'm like gonna that. I'm gonna try and ram this off now, okay? okay? Before we go to our little game at the end, and sure. if you've got something to say afterwards, you can say sure, it obviously. Sure, but sure. this is the last thing I want to talk mm. about. I'm gonna come around full circle to that. Fifty um, percent of parents think it's not just their job. Yeah, we've talked about schools should have something in place to help people who've almost fallen through the net. Mm-hmm. However. Going back to that 50% of people think it's not just their job. Yeah. Do you agree or disagree with that statement in that? <laughs> should parents still think it is their job to do it? Only but if they've job. failed to do it by the time it goes to school, there's a safety net. Yeah. Or do you think it's acceptable for a parent to say, well, it's not just my job. Oh, well, I'm not going to try it, whatever. Because when they get there, mm-hmm. they've not done it. I know the school has something in place. Two very different things. <laughs> yeah, do you yeah. think a parent's attitude before they go to school should be, I'm going to try really hard and get my kid potty trained before they go to school because it is my job or do you think it's acceptable for them to say it'll happen when it happens and school help me out oh god that's such a leading question i think i think it is acceptable 
for for a parent to say it's not solely my job to do these things. I think that's acceptable. Mm-hmm. But it was quite the way you worded it. It was sort of like two binaries. And you know, but either it's okay for a parent to think that the school will help. It's not just my job. Yeah. Or a parent should think it is my job. I know I might not succeed, and I know there's a backup. Yeah. But I I know this is that my is job. That's what I mean when I think that. Yeah. So I think it's acceptable for a parent to say. It's not solely my job. It's it's primarily my job, and it and it and I'm going to try my hardest to yeah. get these things done. But it's not solely and only my job to do that. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I think that's okay. I think people will take the mick out of systems in any way. Yeah. You know, I think we've talked about before about um like benefits and things. Mm. It's like oh should we get rid of benefits because some people yeah. take the mick so even though loads of people get help. No no no, no. Mm. should we should we make it so that you know you, you lose your job as a teacher if you mm. help them brush their teeth ever once or, yeah. or you you don't leave them stranded some, because some people then mm. some parents then won't even bother doing it they'll just leave it for the schools like okay some people will but <laughs> i bet there's a, probably a bigger proportion of parents who try to do it who try to do it really really like really try to do it but they don't but they just doesn't quite succeed and yeah. they just want your help as the, as the second or point of call there's no funding or things yeah. in place to help them in the society that exactly they well in. i wrote down you know one one note before we started doing this is something i wanted to bring up and i guess it's relevant now which is that i think parental roles have changed massively over over the, over the decades over the centuries whatever sure because the very traditional family setup in the in when mm. our parents grew up and our grandparents mm. grew up was one one parent works and one parent stays at home? Yep. Or quite often one parent works and one and the other parent does a, like a more of like a part time job. Whilst the kids are at school. Whilst the kids are at school, or just something where it's easier, they're a bit more flexible, and that that was enough income generally yeah. to, to get by. Obviously, some of the, the poorer households would still have to work two jobs all the way back down to yeah, of all of history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was more normal for that situation yeah. to have happened with one parent working, right? Yeah. Um, so it does free up a lot of time. And right now, I don't I don't think it's normal for that to happen. I think it's yeah. normal that both parents are worked, working like 40 hours a week. Yeah. And therefore, by definition, just have less time and maybe less patience even. Mm. Like just think about the knock-on impacts that would have yeah. on you mentally. Yeah. I just think it's... I'm not surprised that parents more than ever need support with these basic things that we that that our mm. grandparents generation mm. will be saying oh do it at home it's like yeah because you are at home seven <laughs> days a week one of you it always makes me laugh thing. when my grandparents yeah. like they might see see our garden and it's a bit messy yeah. oh you need to get that sorted mm. so so you when? you come in your garden every day for three hours <laughs> yeah. like i'm working like yeah. no and it and it really yeah I, I completely understand what you mean here's, here's a good one right so like Let's imagine the situation you've got um, one parent goes to work, yeah. nine to five. The other parent stays at home looking after the kid. Whilst the one parent's at work, the parent that's at home has now got this freed up time that people in our generation wouldn't have mm. to um, do all of the home training stuff, right? <laughs> teaching your kids to do stuff. Yeah. Now, fast forward, we're saying to that person, hey, you now also have to work nine to five. And they're like, oh, okay. Mm. Uh, um, when am I when am I going to train them? Well, you still got to get it done. <laughs> well, I guess that's when like, you know, I, you know, preschool and and nursery and stuff i think mm. i think that is part of their job yeah so i agree because it's that. like where do they go yeah. where are they you know when i was training them to go yeah. to the toilet properly in nine yeah. to five every uh, every day and now in that time they're yeah. somewhere else can that somewhere else do that thing that i was doing i think them? they should by the way I'm, yeah. I, I think by the time they get to infant school different but yeah i agree yeah. And, and it really winds me up when people you know just say i've heard this a lot well if you can't you can't raise them properly don't have them it's like what, do you not want kids in our yeah. society? Because we, we've got to work two incomes mm. to just afford to live a lot of the time. Yeah. I really hate hindsight like, arguments like that. What are you on about? Oh. What a ridiculous thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you can't do it. Don't have... If anyone's argument is, well, don't have kids. I'm like, mm. okay. Like, again, for some people, maybe you could say that and mm. be like, okay, well, whatever. Maybe they're not quite 
you know, suitable in certain ways because of very specific things. But yeah. the vast majority of people who have children are more than capable of doing it, but they live in a society where it's not valued whatsoever. Yeah. Childcare is not valued as work. It's just, well, yeah, you're going to lose a thousands of pounds if you want the luxury of having your kid in nursery, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So you, one of you is working and that's just to send your kid to nursery. So yeah. you might yeah. as well not. Yeah. Like, it's it's broken, completely broken. broken. I really hate those arguments, by the way. Absolutely yeah. hate anything that's like, well, if you didn't want to do this thing in the future that you couldn't do until you experienced it, then don't start it in the first place. Like, what are you talking about? If you didn't want to pass your driving... Oh, no, that doesn't work. If you, didn't want to, if you didn't want to take your driving test, you shouldn't have started learning to drive. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something at the end. Yeah, where we'll, we'll get there, guys. You have next to, week. Yeah. You think about it. I'm trying, Go on. Oh, yeah, good analogy there? This is great. This is work? why people listen to this work? podcast. I don't know. I don't know what you're on about. We can always wrap it up there, though, Hayden, and then we no, can no, uh, do a little jingle and have a little think, yeah, and then we'll play think. a quick game. I'll have a little think. I'll come back with that analogy. All right, okay. Can't wait, for it. Can't wait for it. Guys, we've got a quick game coming up. <laughs> Stick around, because it's going to be fun. Yeah! All right, guys, we're back. Hayden's got a list, because he's got a little game he's going to play with me. He always backs himself with spelling, so it's something to do with spelling. Yeah, I'm a pretty good speller, and... Um... You're a pretty good smeller. Because <laughs> <Hey. laughs> you stink. <laughs> Do I? Yeah, you wear that every week. And it's covered in baby sick. Yeah, so I've got. You don't work in year five and six. No. You haven't done for ages. You've worked in year five before. You've never been in year six. No, I did some training in year six, I like to say. I like to say I've been in year six. All right, you've been in year six. Mini year six teacher. So I've got five of the year five, six national curriculum words. So what on earth is this dish for anyone listening? For those that are listening, maybe not even in education, it's just mental, isn't it? So the. The national part of the national curriculum is obviously spelling. We need to teach kids how to spell, and generally we do that through spelling rules. Like this is how you make this. How you add ed to words, mm. when, you know, knowing all the rules and stuff. But also, there's this list of year three and four national spelling, national curriculum spelling words, and year five and six national curriculum spelling words. I don't know how many words are on each list. It's like a hundred words, something or so. like that. Yeah. So about a hundred words. Um, no idea <laughs> why those hundred words out of the three hundred thousand odd mm. words we have in our language. Do you, know, do you know what? I know two of them, though, on the year five, six yeah, list. Go on. Government and Parliament. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Government and Parliament. So these... <laughs> Who chose this list? Yeah, <laughs> and pe- people often take the mick because yacht is also on there. Yacht. 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 And what? Who needs to spell yacht? Yeah. Next up, it would be Wildlife Reserve Park. Yeah, Not pit- zoo. <laughs> Wing and Wildlife Park. <laughs> a reservation. The most middle class list you'll ever see. They need to put finest on there. Yeah, God, honestly. Um, people take the mix, say it was very gove, a gove thing to do. Same Michael with the whole Roman gove. numerals. Yeah, you know, all yeah, that yeah. came in with gove. Who cares? Um, but anyway, so I've picked, I've picked five words from this. Okay really arbitrary random list that for some reason kids have to imperatively have to learn these 100 words but you know not the other five bazillion words I find really interesting before you do this is anyone who's listening thinking okay so you know in the SATs when you do a test for Mm. spelling because there's a spelling test 20 questions part Mm. of the spelling punctuation and grammar okay well you've got a list so and you've got some rules you teach them so obviously all of the words that can come up in the spelling test will either be from the rules you've taught or from this list of words yeah no not really no mostly rules spelling rules probably half of them but um, yeah, with experience with the SATs, I'd say there's normally like three or four words from this list. So what's the remaining six words then on the test? They're just other random, really hard just words. Just random words, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just equally, completely equally as arbitrary and hard. They yeah. just don't happen to be on this list of 100 words yeah. that are so, so important to Could be them. any word ever could just come up on this list. It's mental. like, why is, the, why is the point in that? Yeah, it is Because it's, it's weird because I'm like, 
I don't want there not to be any list at all. I want I want sure. kids to be learning words and how to spell sure. stuff. But why? I don't understand why yeah. why this many and why those words. Yeah, and then why do we not just use them words when we test them? Yeah. Why do yeah. we then just go? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've made this list, but for more than we use on the list, we're going to use completely random words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? We? How is that measuring our teaching or anyway, the kids learning? I'm going to measure your learning. Go on, then. So. Play along at five home. Five words. Yeah. These are five words. I will just say, play along at home and... I want to tell them, out of the five, yeah. message us a number, one to five. If yeah. you've got this final podcast, just put a number, one to five, in our Teach, Sleep, Repeat podcast Instagram. That's our handle. And then we'll know what you're talking about. See how many yeah. you can get. What, what did you get? These are five words that I know kids get wrong all the time. Okay. So I've tried to pick the tricky ones. I, I, I'm putting my head on the line here because neck, head on the line, arm on the line. <laughs> put my body on the line here. Put my head on the line. Put my, because put I'm my not... Shoulder. I'm... I'm Spelling's my weakest thing. Do you think, I think you're a good, good speller. Uh, not not when it's like those really annoying words of SC uh, and I. I'm confident and... you'll get five out of five. All right, go on but in. we'll give it a go. Number one, 12th. Ah, I know this because we made a little clue. The elf came 12th. Oh, there you go. So <laughs> the spelling is T-W-E-L-F-T-H. Correct. Good. Number one, correct. Number two, convenience. Convenience. Like a convenience store. Could yeah. you use it in a sentence, please? <laughs> okay. There's a convenience store. <laughs> Can I have the word origin, please? <laughs> C-O-N-V-I-E-N-C-E. What did I say? That says convience. Did I get it? Wait, let me try again. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't spell the word. Convenience. convenience. Go, there we go again. Right, convenience. C-O-N-V-E-N. Mm-hmm. I E N C E. That's correct. You missed out the E N in the middle the first time. You went convenience. There's a convent store. Over correct. There. Convenience. Correct. Oh, I get you sweating oh, now. I'm panicking. Yeah. Two out of two. I'll give you that because uh, I do think you just yeah. <laughs> I just, you just I didn't just, say the middle of the word. I just skipped it. But you got it wrong. Um, no. One out of two. Yeah, yeah. One out of two. One out of two. Number three. Okay. T H R E E E E E E Sports. E A Sports. E A E E E E E E that's what we do. Number three is committee. Committee. Oh, I know this one because I, again, best thing to do with spellings is to make clues for these arbitrary yeah, words. Yeah. And this one, I told my kids when I taught them how to spell committee mm-hmm. that there were three pairs of people in this committee because mm-hmm. there's three pairs of letters in their consonants. So it's C-O-M-M-I-T-T-E-E. Yeah, well done. Three doubles. Yeah. Kids love that. So clue. I always think of three pairs of letters sat around the table yeah. at a committee meeting. Also, a very another classic word. Parliament, government, and committee, <laughs> committee. all in this. What, what, what do we need our 10-year-olds to be able to spell? Mm, <laughs> committee meetings, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, this one describes government. So I'm glad so it's very quickly. 12 is hilarious as well. 12. 12. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. anyway. I think that's just because it's such a weird word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one is, is, is appropriate for the government. Yep. Uh, disastrous. Disastrous. <laughs> So this one, it's not, you think of disaster, mm-hmm. but it's not ER at the end. It just goes into trust. So D-I-S-A-S-T-R-O-U-S. Correct. Yeah. 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 Kids always put disaster as the root word. Disaster us. And they've learned to put us on the end, yeah. which is why it's on the list. See, that's a yeah, good word That to makes me. sense. Exactly. I'm like, oh, it's a, spe- it's a, yeah. it's a really common word that you're using yeah. in like writing Even stuff. like 12, you're right. And, and like 40. Yeah. That's 40, on the list 40 well. is on the list. And I'm like, that is a good what one to teach children because a lot of adults think four is f-o-u-r yeah but 40 doesn't have the u and yeah. that, that's just yeah. well weird so so that's a good it. thing it's, com- it's a kind of common word yeah yeah, yeah. All right next one 40 <laughs> my last one no you imagine i did look at it i nearly did number five so you're on three out of four three and a half out of four oh, yeah, you okay, finally got it thank you. um privilege 
Uh, oh, oh, this is just, just quick thing. The so annoying. No, actually, no, because we'll give it away. Go on. Pri- privilege, privilege, privilege. Like the privileges committee in the House of Parliament. <laughs> Honest to God, right? Make a sense privilege. P R I V. And this, this, this is what I mean when I get all the vowels mixed up. Privilege. P R I V I L E G E. Correct. Yes! Well I done. really thought I was going to get that wrong. So fun fact, I, that that word I put on there because it was it was special to me because I spelt that wrong. Right. I'm not joking until about my sixth year of teaching. <laughs> and I suddenly realized, you know, when you just yeah. overlook something. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I suddenly realized I was putting a D in it. Privilege, uh, like ledge at the end. Privilege, yeah. And I suddenly one day I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Does that, I thought it was wrong. I was like, no, I yeah. Google it. I was like, it hasn't, got, it hasn't got a D in it. <laughs> He's spelling it wrong all these years. I haven't taught it. Do you know what my one is? Yeah that I fell into the trap of until until I was a teacher. And then when I was a teacher, do you know when it's like 50-50 mm-hmm. and you teach yourself really, really, really well that it's definitely that one and you've taught yourself wrong. So you always <laughs> like, no, 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 wait, yeah. I get this wrong. I get this wrong. So it's the other one and you get it wrong still. Yeah, that's classic. Was def- that definitely, well. definitely. Yes. Uh, every single time. The only way I ever learned how to spell definitely was to think of finite. Yeah. And then I knew yeah. I knew it was I I. That's how I spell it. But beforehand, I I was definitely I was yeah. ATE. Most people are though. Yeah, yeah honestly, you see that yeah. everywhere. I see yeah. that I see that spelling mistake. The only way was I had to go. Yeah. Okay, finitely. Wasn't that the word in that? What was that program? Oh, in, oh my god, Line of Duty. Line of Duty. Wasn't oh it that? my god, and it, everyone watching it was like, oh, we typed him definitely spelled wrong. Spelled wrong. That, by the way, Line of Duty. We can go into all different t- Line of Duty. Nine and a half out of ten TV program <laughs> yeah. until the last season. Oh my god! Did it ending. do a Game of Thrones? The Game, of, Thro- Game anyway. of Friends. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Friends. That's a different episode. <laughs> Game of Friends. Uh, guys, I thought I really enjoyed that. I, I I still don't know where I stand on that kind of stuff. So mm. the best kind of podcast, I suppose, really do just waste an hour and fifteen of your time. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is how, no, Dylan, that's not right. We know where I stand. I think I, I was quite clear. I gave a similar <laughs> point, right? Okay, so I was very very clear with what I think schools should be doing and yeah, their role right. should be. Fair enough. You need to give me a, a clear. A clear, definitive answer. Yeah. If it's going to be part of a teacher's job... And we'll job, see you next week. <laughs> I'm joking. Go on, go on. Go on. If it's going to be part of a teacher's job, it needs to be well-funded, well-trained, and, and teachers need to be comfortable doing it. I, I think with something that is drawing the line of changing a child's you know, underwear, if they've got like gone to the toilet and stuff, or helping with that, that is a red flag zone to me. I, like, I have been trained so well to be like, nope, not getting involved whatsoever. I don't think there's not a need for it. I think there needs to be really, really good training and implement stuff. Don't do what this government does and just increase the fines by 80 quid. Oh, if you need to be toilet trained, you got to pay. No, let's try and help them. Let's put stuff in place to help them before they get to school. Mm-hmm. And if they still get to school and need help, obviously we're going to help them still because that's our role. Uh, us as teachers. I, obviously, a school, a school, a school, a school, a school. Okay, a school. okay back to the original one then because you challenged me on this and made me get clear. Yeah, yeah. We're about teachers though. Yeah. Is it the teacher? The training comes in now. You as a teacher, okay, okay. right now, you have I think, that training now. I think as a school, you open it to people in that setting. If a teacher wants to be trained in it, fine. Another designated, I, the designated person. However, I believe that a teacher's role should be to be delivering lessons during the time in school. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I don't think it's a good use of a teacher's time to be having to go off and sort toilet training, etc., for specific children because it will never be all of them. It will just be specific children. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I think it should be someone who can be out of the classroom. Whether that is a teaching assistant who has chosen to train in that and has been given training and it's part of their role now and they're expected to do less other things, mm-hmm. or if it's a you know a part of a family liaison role where that's part of your role and you have to do less other. Things, things it has to be implemented well with training a choice and whether that's a teacher or not is down to the teacher however if i was a leader i would say let's let the teachers teach 
and we'll use this funding that the government have given us for this problem, which mm -hmm. they need to do, on someone to be trained outside of the classroom. So final question to finish this podcast, if the government come in tomorrow and say, okay, it's now school's responsibility to do two things, which is to make sure kids leave, make, kids leave school toilet trained and kids all leave school having brushed their teeth at least once in the day, you'd be annoyed at that situation because there's no... Sure. One, there's no yeah. one to do it. We're all maxed out yeah. in schools. It comes with no funding, yeah. by the way, yeah. in this situation. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, no, that's wrong for two reasons. One is we're already maxed out. And two is it's too serious to not have proper training on. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks, Dylan. Nice one. We solved it. Yeah, done it. Gillian, we know you listen. Yeah. Sort it out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>